Welcome to Art Talk with April, Season 2. I'm April Harris of Inked April, located in Birmingham, Alabama. This season, we'll be talking with new artists and professional expert artists. So I hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Welcome to Art Talk with April. Today we have Vero. I absolutely love Vero. She is amazing. Um, She does so many things, so many different. You've got clothing, you've got your paintings, you've got, oh gosh, what else are are you doing? Tell tell me about about all the things that you make. Well, you know, I, yes, I do like to sew and sometimes I mix my drawings and my sewing together by making them, you know, working on fabric and incorporating them into clothing. But I like to paint too. I paint some murals. I make some animation films. I mean, animated film. I don't animate them. I create the, you know, the illustration. And I do illustrations for some commercial and, but mostly private clients. Um, I uh, also, to create some soft sculptures, some in- art installations. <laughs> so you name it. You know, I mean, I don't weld, and I and I quit doing pottery a long time ago. <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta stop. And what's so cool about the work that you do is that it all it's all consistent, and it you can tell that it's yours. I love right? I love that you say that because that's like the best compliment. Some. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when people tell me that, you know, the other day I had a, a friend over at my house and she said, I wasn't sure what, which part your house was, but I knew that the moment I would see it, I would know it's yours. Even, yeah. you know, she said, even your house looks like you. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> that's like the best compliment. I don't think my house looked like anything really different from the, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you know, more out there than most, but you know, it's not like it says very on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that's so awesome. Thank you. That's a nice. <laughs> I, I think that a lot of artists really struggle with figuring that out and um, sort of narrowing down what it is they like to make and then making it all the look the same, you know, and have that same style, same kind of lines, same kind of shapes, you know. Yeah, it, it's kind of, you know, it. it it's kind of sad to be sometimes that when people always think because, you know, they went to art school, so they are like limited in their mm-hmm. thinking that they have to like follow one style, one medium, follow your heart. And like one day I'm going to sew that day. And that's what I feel like doing that day, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I love that. And if you really put yourself into it, your style will follow you through all this medium, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's how I feel about it anyway. Yeah, I think so too. Not stopping me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, where are you originally from, Vero? I'm from Belgium. I came here about 25 years ago. Okay, okay. And when you came over here, did you um, know that you were going to start an art gallery and be an artist and do all those <laughs> things? No, actually, I went to school for advertising and, um, you know, kind of like on the commercial art side of yeah. art. But, you know, it, it it was kind of an art school. So, you know, it was kind of a renegade school. And, you know, it, it wasn't focused on anything specific, mostly advertising in general, but like in the, in the creative uh, section. And so I had some art class, but, you know, it was very minimal. 
Um, but, you know, at least it taught me like it, it's more like my internship in like advertising agencies in Brussels that taught me more than anything. Just like working with creatives, even though it was on the commercial part of the job, you know, it was it was very interesting. And so when I moved here, first of all, I moved here because, you know, I had been trying to like move back here after I had been an exchange student years before, but, you know, getting the visa and everything was a really complicated process. And uh, eventually I applied to the green card lottery and I won. <laughs> and so I had three months to leave the country and I had just gotten a job in a big advertising agency in Brussels, but I decided, I, you know, I had to follow my heart and do what I really want to do. I want to expatriate myself and live somewhere else, try something new. So I came here and since I had been an exchange student years earlier, I had some friends to get my life started. You know, they could help me out by finding a place and, you know, a car and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So I had some good help from friends. Uh, one friend specifically who I met in high school who had come to come down from New York. And um, she's originally from the South, she's from Texas, but she had like lived in New York for a while, moved back here, and then we became instant best friends. Um, wow. I worked in advertising here for two years. And uh, uh, after two years, we decided to open a gallery together because we love making art together, making art show and selling the art. And so uh, we were like, we need to make, I have an art gallery that sells functional things. You know, like it's not all about like stuffy, you know, like one painting on one white wall, you know. So we opened the gallery together and we, you know, we painted the walls colorful and, you know, we sold all these things that were like handmade by people, mm. but that were, had a function. And, you know, I mean, like it, it included jewelry too, which, you know, can be argued to be functional, but you know what I mean? It was like all things that were not like a canvas, a skull, you know? Mm. And uh, that was, of course, like now you find that every day here, but like, 25 years ago there was nothing like it you know so yeah. people are like wow it's an art gallery and I'm like well, yes it's called gallery but it's more like an art store you know and all the artists assignments and you know sell they can sell things that they make that they just have to make you know yeah the venue to a bunch of artists to do that kind of stuff. so that's how it started and then you know after about a year and a half or so she decided that she wanted to travel so much more and she went on to work for Southwest Airlines for like 25 years or something, you know. So, and now that, you know, she retired from it, uh, now we can like catch up again, you know. <laughs> like we, we, I quit the gallery, she, she quit the job, and now we're like hanging out again, like where it was 25 years ago. So <laughs> it's kind of like sorry, you know. So oh, anyway, I don't know if that answers questions yeah 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 absolutely I mean um like I remember I'm originally from Montgomery and I had an uncle who lived in Birmingham and he was like hey you have really got to check out this gallery in Birmingham I think it would just be I, I think you would just love it so I traveled from Montgomery came up to Naked Art Gallery to check really? it out especially that's yeah especially and I was like Whoa, this Pretty is awesome. in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is great. Oh my God. Well, you know, your art, your artwork is so, was so perfect for the gallery. You know, like the moment you showed it to me, I was just like, wow, this is, she's in, you know. <laughs> it fits Thank really you. perfectly. I love everything that's very illustrative, you know, and, uh, you know, like towards the, 
last few years, I was getting more and more illustrators, mm-hmm. the gallery, you know, and style, you know, and it's yeah. kind of underrepresented, you know. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, absolutely. It was with you, and I'm very glad that you got to, you know, I got to show your work and you got yeah, to find a place to show it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, having visited so long ago and then being in like actually having art on the wall was such an experience for me personally, because I had, you know, just seen it like 10, 15 years before that when I was much younger. And, and then I was actually showing things. It was like a big thing for me personally. So I imagine that a lot of, of those artists felt very strongly about being there and, you know, actually having some place to show their work. Yeah, I mean, I I always, you know, like now that I, I don't have the gallery anymore, so I show my work other places, you know, and I'm so appreciative because I know how much work it is to run the gallery, you know, and manage, like, I, I think I was managing like 70 different artists. Yeah. That was so much work. And, you know, I had one person to help me, you know, so, <laughs> I mean, towards like the, the last Two years, I had one person to help me, you know, for a long time. I did everything all by myself. So uh, it, it, it was, it, you know, it, every time I go and bring work or, you know, to a place, to, to you know, one of the places I show, like the Kentuck uh, Art Center or, mm-hmm. you know, like Alabama Goods or Filter Coffee, like those are all the places that I show. Uh, I, I'm always telling them, thank you so much for, <laughs> you know, I can just drop that off. And get a check at the end of the month. This is like the easy. Why didn't I do that so much? <laughs> you know. So we're fortunate to have places like that where people can just like go and see the work rather yeah. than just going. To, I have a website which I sell through mm-hmm. quite a bit, but you know it's it's just not the same to see to see the work in a you know in a real environment. Oh, absolutely! I totally agree, and I think you know it's something about holding it in your hand and seeing the textures and the details and, and realizing, yeah, you know, yeah, you, you really like, I, I mean, you could buy a ton of art online, but it's just not the same as actually seeing it and holding it, especially something like you were saying, like the soft sculptures or the fabric, um, you know, clothing that you're doing and things like that. I mean, you could see that, being displayed on a website, but it's so much more meaningful to actually see it in person, you know. Well, being with, and with, when I do clothing, you know, I find clothing that have like a good, um, you know, base and, uh, you know, I, I change them, I cut them up and change things and add some drawings with them. But it's just like, you still have to try it on, you know, because a size doesn't really mean anything. You know, you can take measurements all day long, but if, you know, everybody's got a different morphology, you know, mm. a size is, doesn't mean anything really. So um, it's always nice to be able to try it. Try it. Absolutely. So um, I wanted to talk to you too about, I guess, your voice and your vision for your work. Notice that you've been creating a lot of the little characters and just different little weird creatures and things and how do you come up with those kinds of things are you do you have like 
like an animal in mind and then you add on to it or often you know i mean unless i have i you know somebody asked me oh can you draw you know a raccoon you know then i you know of course i i start with the raccoon and then i make I add things to it, but basically I just need a sheet of paper and a, often I start with eyeballs. I don't mm. know, the eyeballs are often the start of a drawing and uh, and then I just add up and then whatever. I have so much going on up there that it <laughs> constantly needs to come out. Like, I mean, I have a need to like let my creativity out every day, yeah. every day so much, and I never have enough time. I mean, I work, <laughs> I can work morning to night, you know, I do. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Because I just need to get this out. And, uh, you know, I just draw. Like, you know, all these images come in my head. And uh, <laughs> I just I just like to, like, mix different subjects, different images, whether it's, like, you know, animals, humans, machines, you know, yeah. objects, video, like food, whatever, you know. So yeah. I'm constantly mixing up all this imagery and it's like a never-ending probability of creations, <laughs> right? Because there's some stuff out there, you know. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I'm um, I'm draw something, and then I'm like, it needs something. It needs like a little hat, funky hat, or something. It needs something, and then I tell my husband, okay, quickly, give me something like an object, give me an object. And so he drew, you know, he said first thing that come in his head. I was like, oh, that's good, <laughs> you know. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, I love that. Because that's, I think I kind of work that way too when I think about. Well, I, can, I can believe it. I think you you kind of like, we're kind of on the same, you know. Yeah. And I like, you know, I don't know what it is about eyeballs. I can see with your art or your subject matter. It's yeah. Similar to reality. Yeah. Eyes or hearts or, you know, I mean, there's like so many different things that you kind of like, as an artist, you kind of use that thing and it somehow becomes part of everything. And you just build. Yeah. 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 And there are subject matters that you like more than others, you know, like, I mean, I've always been raised with cats, for example. So cats often come back in my (laughs) <laughs> creations you know but like i love anything about space you know space is oh, awesome yeah. and so i'll put like planets and rockets and ufos and robots <laughs> and you know and sometimes i do like cyborg you know animals <laughs> and whatever you know it's i just uh, enjoy the juxtaposition of things mm-hmm. that are not supposed to be together you know? i do too i think why not i mean it's creativity it's wide open yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it shows too that you're you're so open-minded that you're just, you know, kind of letting everything in life inspire you. And then you're you just like yes, you said, I soak up a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I love, love, love to travel because mm. when I travel, I take so many notes and so many pictures and so many, you know, like little tiny things that I find that are like this is and my husband sometimes like what are you taking a picture of? Like this, you know, piece of junk on the sidewalk. It's like, yeah, I just love the color. You know, or, you know, that just gave me an idea for, you know, an, an art installation. You know, I could use this kind of trash and, you know, multiply it and, you know, whatever, you know, like, and all the 
art you see on your trips and all the art I'm very influenced with architecture. Just love it all. I soak it all in. I like, you know, I'm like, my eyes are like taking it all in. And yeah. I, I love to travel for that reason because you, it just opens your mind. It expands your universe, you know. Absolutely. And I think I, I, I saw you had posted some, did you post some pictures of graffiti? Where was that at that you had? Um, it wasn't necessarily graffiti, but murals or but pictures of but there were murals or paintings on some buildings. I, f- I forget where it was. Oh, who knows? <laughs> I post a lot of murals. Like, I love, you know, when I travel, it's like, as soon as I find a mural, I'm like clicking away, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to post that on my page because, you know, I love to share what I see, especially like on my professional page, you know, I share all the art stuff I see. And, you know, I feel like, you know, not, all these people are not with me here on this trip. I might as well like take pictures and share it so they can see yeah. my eyes, what I find. And what I find attractive, there are plenty of murals that I don't take pictures of because I don't think it, I mean, it's not that they're not good, but I mean, they may not be my, what I, that I would pick, you know. Yeah. Everybody's got a different style and of course, you are attracted to some things that feel more like your art, you know? Yeah. More like what you would. When you're working on murals, how do you go about, like, coming up with the idea? Do you do, like, a sketch and then you're, like, measuring it out to put it on there? Or you just just start on the mural, on the wall, and go for it? No, no, no. From a mural, it's a, a different animal because a mural is so large that, you, you know, you need some measurements. Yeah. Just to make sure that, you know, your design looks okay uh, sure. shape-wise and format-wise, you know. So I always take measurements first and then I, you know, I create a, you know, a smaller version of it on paper and I sketch it, um, you know, some murals, you know, people have, you know, that if you, when people hire you to do it, of course, most of the time they'll have an idea of what they want uh, or they, <laughs> it's rare when you have, you know, I mean, at least they give you like some kind of hint, you know, it's very rare when somebody say, oh, just do whatever you, you do whatever you want. That means you're not paid for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like the one behind me, I did whatever I want because it's at my house. <laughs> I didn't get paid for it, <laughs> you know. But, um, but uh, yeah, so I do a sketch and then, you know, I, I don't use a uh, projector. I, for the bigger ones, I will use uh, it's a grid. That's what it's called. Okay. Okay. I use the grid. It's bigger. I use a grid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your work, your work just looks to me. So just like authentically created in the moment that even the murals I, I always wondered, okay, did she plan that out or did she just go for it and do it? Because it, it looks so like um, spontaneous. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. As an artist, um, what has been like the thing that has been your biggest struggle throughout everything? Well, in general, I would say 
it's it's to justify to take the time to create something big that I really want to do. You know, collaboration with a bunch of artists, I would love to do that, but it's always like justifying the time mm. and this is done, you know. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do more of that if I can, but, you know, you always have to put like the paying jobs first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so true so you know yeah. it's constantly if, if you start on something like that, it's constantly interrupted you know oh so. yeah 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 I have a hard time with following through on projects when there's a lot going on like in life personally and then like having to find that place where you f- feel like doing that and you know that you can you know, do a good job and not just like rush through it or whatever. Do you ever have that? Maybe for a split second, but I usually can focus pretty good. I'm, I'm lucky that I can, you know, keep focusing. I think that's why I was able to run an art gallery and create artwork at the same time and do an art festival at the same time and, you know, like do a, like a million different things. <laughs> I don't know how many groups I had on Facebook that are leading like different run a weekly run I was you know like I had like two or three groups about like restaurant meetups and oh wow yeah almost full time <laughs> so anyway it just never stopped but um I, so I think that I ha- I'm naturally lucky more focused on things and I can get back to my list pretty quickly and get things done I get things done <laughs> yeah that's good um, what would you say is one of your, um, I guess, your biggest successes? Well, a few years ago, I, uh, I really, like, my wish was to be able to travel more for my art. Yeah. And uh, I was able to do that through filmmaking. Because when you do a film... And you apply, you submit it to a bunch of, you know, film festival, independent film festival around the country or the world. Um, you get in and then you get invited to attend and they often give you a place to stay. Sometimes they even pay for your travel, but it's rare. Um, mm. And so I was able to do that. And in 2015 or 16, I think it was 16, uh, I uh, was able to go to the Cannes Film Festival because I got an, oh. my film in there. And that was oh. absolutely amazing. So it was a fantastic experience. Yeah, so, that is. Yeah, that, that was my first film. And it got me into so many wonderful film festivals, like New York and California, but also like, I, I mean, it was playing in like a lot of other places, which I didn't get to go, you know, oh. like England and, you know, I mean, like Germany and, you know, Martinique. I mean, wow. <laughs> you know, it, it had... I applied to a bunch of places where I was like, oh, I would like to go there, so I'm going to apply. But then you realize that schedule-wise, it's not very handy, and, you know, especially when you run a retail business, you know. Oh, sure. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah, it was a pretty crazy year, but I got to do what I really wanted to do then, you know, and I kind of got that out of my system to have to travel for my art. Now um, that I'm, you know, especially with the pandemic, you know, we've been like so close in all the world and, you know, I'd rather travel for, well, I still travel for my art because that's where like my 
what my business is based on. You know, I go and take a trip and kind of like create artwork inspired by the trip. And then I'll yeah. make a show out of it, you know. So this is it's still traveling from my art, but it's not like somebody else telling me, oh, you're coming there that day and because we're featuring your film, you know. <laughs> it's me saying, oh, I'm going to go there and there and there, and then I'm going to create art. Oh, that's so awesome. Whenever, you I know, think... like every day, but, you know, at the moment I feel like I do it and whenever I'm inspired, you know. Yeah, I think you're you're living the dream in a lot of ways. You know, you're able to go and travel and create. Uh, yeah, and you have to, you, you know, if you have a dream, you got to, you know, find creative ways to make it happen. You oh, know? yeah. And, you know, I mean, like I can because, you know, I learned so much about budgeting by running an art gallery on like shoestrings for 25, 20 years, you know, <laughs> that I can really like make things happen on. Very little. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, I can kind of ways. Yeah, I mean, how? Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, you're, I could see that, but having a gallery and that, um, you know, giving you that experience to be able to sort of manage all those different things at one time, I can't imagine because, I mean, I really don't know how you do it and have all of those. Well, I don't know how I did it. Not that I, you know, I'm, full-time making my art I'm just like how did I manage yeah you know when you don't have time you just like work all the time and you just never never stop you never have a moment of break you know well thank you so much again it may not work so well in the oh (laughs) Oh, you're welcome thank you for having me yeah it was lovely to see you again i'm missing all my artists you know that were visiting on a regular basis you know there's so many people i don't see anymore you know talk through social media regularly you know but or interact that way but you know not seeing people on a regular basis is that's what i miss the most you know sure i i imagine you know not having the gallery in that space where people are bringing things in all the time and but it, it looks like you're doing really well and doing amazing things. And I love seeing all the places that you're going and all the stuff that you're making. And I'm so inspired. So <laughs> it's really awesome. Oh, good. Well, I hope, you know, anytime I can inspire somebody to just like keep going and go for what they're doing, you know, it makes me happy. So it made my day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Art Talk with April. For more information on this episode, join the Facebook group, The Art Lounge. Please subscribe and share. See you next Tuesday. Hope you have a great week.